Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. (sighs) Man. I have been looking forward to making this video for years and now that the time is here I uh, I feel a little lost for words. I wasn't going to actually follow through and make this video just because you know there is a very popular trend right now with uh, people quitting their nine-to-fives pursuing entrepreneurship, which I'm fully supportive of. I just feel like uh, it's been overdone and I didn't want it to seem like I was just kind of falling into the trend of doing it. But the reason I decided to still make this video was because my situation is a little bit different. And I think that, you know, if certain people are in my situation and what I've been through for the last, man, seven years? More than that. You know, it can be, it can be helpful for some other people. The reason I wanted to share this was because I don't have the typical story of getting a nine to five and quitting to pursue my entrepreneurship endeavors in six months. It took me way fucking longer than six months. And, you know, it's just a constant thing that I am continuously having to go through where nothing comes easy to me. Ever since I was in high school, I had to work my ass off for my grades. I had to work my ass off to be a starter on the basketball team. Nothing ever just came easy to me. But something I've really discovered over the last decade or so and this sounds so cliche, but it's true. If you fucking put your mind to something, you can make it happen. And I've always been that type of person where if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it regardless of how long it takes. So a lot of people, if they have, you know, dreams and wishes of being an entrepreneur and they don't get there within six months, you know, a lot of people quit. And um, I don't know, I think the the overall message of what I'm about to share with you guys, you know, can kind of contradict that that's something that you should do. If you don't get there within six months, you know, if it's important to you and if it's something that you want to pursue for the rest of your life, regardless if you get there in six months or six years, it shouldn't stop you. And it took me, man, okay, let's just, let's just go, let's just retrospectively look at things. I was never going to go to university and I had no ideas of what I wanted to do when I was getting ready to graduate high school. I always wanted to be a musician. I always had the dream of running away to New York and just becoming a musician and, you know, starting my life over there. But, you know, when you're young and, you know, you're surrounded by a family and friends and your grandparents and everybody telling you that that is not a viable future and the likelihood of you making it as a musician is going to be impossible and you are basically it's it was still my decision but you were basically 
just encouraged to go to school and that was the only path to success. You know, when you're young and you don't have people like Gary Vee and all the people that a lot of younger people at my age have now to kind of encourage you to chase those dreams, you do it you're told you do what you know you think society is expected of you and some people are gifted enough to have a mindset of their own when they're 17 years old i definitely wasn't i definitely was the type of person okay well if they say i can't do it i have no one else telling me i can do it so i might as well just do what they tell me to do so i dropped those dreams basically stopped playing music and went to school the problem was when I went to school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And naturally, what's the one thing that is your deciding factor when you're going to school and you have no fucking idea what you want to do with your life? You figure out what is the highest paying job and what you need to do in order to succeed in that area. So that's where I landed in on accounting. I knew that it was a safe job. There was always gonna be a need for accountants. Maybe it would allow me the luxury of traveling one day with my job, but I knew that there was always gonna be a high level of earning potential if I decided to hone in on accounting. So that's what I did. I went to school, I became an accountant, took four years to get my degree. Then I went to public practice, and it's very similar. If you guys don't know how it works, it's very similar to how uh, law students are treated, where you have to article at a firm and uh, go to school at the same time. You have to earn a certain amount of hours, and you're still expected to work a shit ton of overtime. So it was another three years of schooling, and um, I was miserable. Once I was done my degree, I went into a firm, and... Uh, I remember everything that I was learning in the firm was nothing that I learned in university. I had accountants talking to me like uh, it was a second language. I had no idea what they were talking about because it was stuff I didn't really learn in university. So I was very frustrated with the fact that, you know, I just spent all this money going to school, spent all this time learning these things, and none of it was really seeming applicable to the real life situation. So that made the work environment very frustrating and very overwhelming and uh, there's not a lot of sympathy in that area because so many people kind of make the same decision that I make where you know accounting is safe so there's a lot of people going through the program so if you can't hack it in the public practice world somebody else will so there's not a lot of sympathy for your frustrations overwhelm and stress that you're going through so you're kind of forced to just suck it up so the entire time when I was going through the articling program and I was, you know, going to get my chartered accountant designation, I always said to myself, you know, throughout those three grueling years <laughs> that, you know, it'll get better once I get my designation because at that point I'm not going to be paid like a peasant anymore. I'm going to make a lot of money and it's going to be worth it. And I'll come back to this as to where, you know, the transition came into personal training, but once I got my designation, once everything went through, once I got the big raise, I noticed like within a week, not even a full week, that I was even more unhappy. It was the weirdest thing and I, I, I've heard so many people say this before, oh money's not going to bring you happiness and I always thought that that was going to be different for me and I know it was only a week and maybe I had to give it more time but I was less happy than where I was making way less money but I was also doing less work. Once I got my designation, I got the big raise, you know, more responsibility came with that. And because of that, I wasn't, really wasn't enjoying the work that I was doing already. 
I thought it would get better. And ultimately for me, it got worse and I hated what I was doing. And I remember within like the week, it was within that week that I got my designation, Kyle and I were at the gym walking on the treadmill doing our five minute warm up. And I looked at him and I was like, I think I want to do personal training. And uh, he just looked at me. He's like, do it. He knew I wasn't happy. He knew that everything that I was working towards was making me miserable. I was becoming more and more away from the person that I always wanted to be when I was younger. And uh, it was really, I was very thankful that I had Kyle who was very supportive of me. And the reason why I honed in on personal training, it wasn't just a random decision, was while I was going through the program, I really struggled to, you know, still incorporate my fitness routine and my nutrition, but I started to get better at balancing all these insane hours of work with my fitness routine. I became more selfish with, you know, my health and my fitness because it definitely took um, a little bit of a plunge in my university days like it does for most people, but... Um, when I was coming close to the end of the program, I was studying with a bunch of girls and I was always training all the time. And they asked me, hey, can we come to the gym with you? We're really afraid of the gym. I don't really like how my body looks because I haven't been taking care of it as well while I've been in school. I'm like, yeah, sure, come to the gym with me. I'll show you some stuff. And uh, I felt so fulfilled when I was helping them get comfortable in the gym. They were getting comfortable with certain movements and you know I started to help them with their nutrition and everything and I found it really rewarding and really fulfilling. And at that time I actually hired my first coach when I was just finishing up the program and I was like, huh, I didn't really realize that this online coaching thing was, uh, was a, a viable business. So that's where it all kind of came into play where as soon as I got my accounting designation within that week of feeling like even more unhappy, um, I was like, okay, hey, I think I'm going to do personal training on the side. Kyle said yes. He said do it. Full encouragement, full support from him. And uh, I went and registered for just my basic uh, certified personal training certification and uh, took that. And within, I think, maybe three weeks or so, passed that and I started taking on clients. So this was in... 2015 when all of this started where I started the transition into you know wanting to become a uh, online coach. I always knew at that point that I would not be an accountant forever. I just spent the last seven years getting my designation only to turn around and realize that you know this wasn't something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I spent a lot of time actually you know trying to get a note get to know a bunch of different accountants in the industry and you know I always saw a common a common trend especially with a lot of the accountants who who were parents and that's the fact that you know they didn't have a lot of time um, they were so stressed out all the time. They always looked a lot older than what they really were. And this isn't for everyone. This is just what I notice. I'm not trying to put down accounting and I will come to a full positive as to why I don't regret this um, a little bit later on. But I just knew that the lives that I was seeing in the industry was not a life that I wanted to live. And that was my main motivator for building up the Natty Hour to what it is today. That's what really kept me motivated to the point where, you know, if it didn't work out in six months, I wasn't just going to quit. I would do whatever it took in order to get to the point where, you know, this was going to be my full-time gig one day. And I actually almost got there within two years of starting up my business. Kyle and I were still in Prince George. 
Kyle was still kind of struggling with what he was wanting to do with his life. So we always had dreams of leaving, but uh, we wanted to wait for him to figure out what he wanted to do with his life before we uprooted everything while he was still figuring things out. So I was focusing on me on my end and getting, you know, my business up and running as fast as I could to the point where I could quit. And I actually reached that point at the end of our last year in Prince George. Uh, I was ready to quit accounting and uh, do the coaching thing full-time. But it was at that point that Kyle finally figured out what he wanted to do, and that was real estate. He was also helping me with the Natty Hour as well. But um, once he figured out where he wanted to go with his career path, it was at that point where we are like, okay, we're ready to move to Kelowna. And that was always our dream to come here to Kelowna. But like I said, we're just waiting for Kyle to figure out what he wanted to do. So once we figured that out... I was a little bit naive to how hard it would be financially moving to a new city. It was a lot cheaper to live there. So, you know, I could live off a lot less money doing coaching full time. Once uh, everything kind of settled in into Kelowna, I realized like, oh shit, okay, like things are different here. You know, the sunshine tax that people talk about, it's a real thing. And uh, Kyle was just getting started into real estate. And for those who don't know, that's a very challenging industry in itself, especially when you're just first getting started. So I had to actually suck it up and uh, go back to doing accounting full time in Kelowna. And uh, man, was that one of the most challenging things ever because when right before we left Prince George, when I was transitioning to doing coaching full time, I was only working a couple days a week at the firm that I was at. So it was, it was like that for maybe about six or eight months or so where I was just doing accounting part-time and, you know, basically most of my time was invested into the Natty Hour. So I got really comfortable with that schedule. So having to go back to working full-time in an industry that I fucking hated was pretty challenging. It was very difficult, especially moving to a new city when where Kyle and I didn't know anybody. It was just me and him. That first year of living here was one of the hardest years of my adult life. Um, it was really challenging, lonely. We didn't have any friends. We, we started making friends because if any of those who know Kyle, he's very chatty Cathy and he can make friends pretty easily, but not really any deep-rooted friends like what we have now. And uh, I was in probably a really bad place. I was pretty depressed. Um, Kyle was going through his own challenges, you know, trying to break into a very competitive industry in a very competitive city. So he was going through his own shit and uh, it was brutal. And what uh, do I want to talk about that? And uh, close to the end of the year when Kyle and I first moved here, um, I actually lost my job. And uh, <laughs> It was probably the most scariest thing ever because I thought that we were going to have to move back to Prince George. It was right before Christmas that this happened. And uh, whew, it was, uh, without going into too much detail and going off too much on the tangent, it was just very challenging and one of the most difficult times ever. Ended up getting a new job and everything worked out. And it's been two years later now. Still going through the same things that I always went through as an accountant you know I got used to going back to work full-time but like I said it was a struggle but after I lost my job and um, I had that fear that we were gonna go back to Prince George it was at that moment like I'm glad it happened because it was at that moment where I thought that I was giving everything that I got into the natty hour but there was so much more that I could give and uh, it really just lit 
a fucking fire under my ass and um this whole last year um 2018 and 2019 after it because it happened in 2017 I lost my job thought we were going to move back to Prince George we had $400 in our bank account and a mortgage and we have animals and Kyle has expensive real estate fees and I'm like holy fuck we failed we're gonna have to go back that that situation right there like I said it lit a fucking fire under my ass and all of 2018 and all of 2019 were invested so much more into the natty hour than I've ever invested back when I lived in Prince George and now because of it I am able to officially walk away from being an accountant and finally do the natty hour full time Oh, fuck, man. And finally being able (laughs) to get to this point has been one of the most rewarding things that I have ever accomplished. And I wanted to share this with you guys because you can relate this to if you're trying to become an entrepreneur, even if you're just trying to, you know, better your health and your fitness. Maybe you're at a really dark place with your fitness goals right now and you're just not seeing the progress that you were wanting to see. When you hit bottom, like I did at the end of 2017, you have two choices. You can pack shit up and go home and quit, or you can just let it fucking fire you up to the point where, you know, it doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter the amount of time, work, effort, hours that it's gonna take for you to put into it. One day, you will get to the goals that you are trying to get to. And when that one day comes, holy fuck, is it worth it? It is so fucking worth it, my friends. No matter what you are trying to accomplish, no matter what you are trying to achieve right now, you have the ability to get there. And if you just keep fucking fighting, no matter what you are going through, I promise you, the bigger the struggle you are going through right now, the better the results are going to be. I am so fucking glad, and this is no disrespect to anyone who has gotten out of their 9 to 5 in 6 months. Congratulations, I wish I did it that quick, but at the same time, I'm glad I didn't. The last 7 years of me trying to get out of a job that I hated have been the most rewarding things that I've ever accomplished, and it's been so fucking worth it. The struggle, everything that I'm looking back on right now, and that's why I'm like getting emotional talking to you guys, I fucking did it and I can't tell you how amazing of a feeling that is or we just don't celebrate our wins often enough and I just really think that the bigger the struggle don't go chasing the struggle but the bigger the struggle you go through the better the reward is at the end of that fucking tunnel and uh I don't know I've never been like it's only been a couple of days um but this is something I've been dreaming of for the last seven years and It is even better than what I've ever envisioned over the last seven years getting to this point. I promise you, keep fucking fighting because it is so worth it. And then having said that, because a lot of people are asking me, you know, they're like, oh, well, that, that sucks that you spent all that time getting a designation that you don't like. And, uh, you know, realizing that, you know, you're meant to do something else. And I disagree. And This was really hard for me to realize, so thank you, Kyle, for helping me realize this. 
But for those who have been through the accounting program, you guys know the insane amount of expectations that come with it from your partners, from your managers, from the schooling system, from everything. You are required to work your fucking ass off and it really built an insane amount of thick skin that I didn't have. I was always a very sensitive kid. I'm still pretty sensitive now, but the amount of fucking mental toughness that this program has taught me is, you know, the reason why I've been so successful. It built an insane amount of time management skills, um, hustle, drive, and you know what? <laughs> it's taught me how to run a business. I feel full, fully comfortable with everything that is involved in the business side of things versus just the personal training side of things. You know, I have best of both worlds. So no, it wasn't a waste. None of it was. I don't regret a goddamn thing because if I knew that I was going to be a personal trainer right out of high school, I might have not have been as successful. I might have quit if I didn't become successful in those first six months. And uh, I might not be where I am today. And I'm just so grateful for that. <sighs> so no, I don't regret it. But um, I don't know. Just to wrap this up, thank you guys for listening to me ramble about this. But I hope that it's helpful for some of you. And uh I just wanted to quickly thank everybody at the Natty Hour, all my current, past, and future clients. It's because of you guys that I'm able to do what I love. It's because of you guys that I am able to actually help women repair their relationship with food, repair their fear of entering the weight room, and just making them feel empowered and strong in their own skin. It's it's something that I am so blessed to do now full-time. Um, I'm... I'm forever grateful. So thank you everyone at the Natty Hour team. And then lastly, thank you, Kyle. Um, I wouldn't have been here if uh, I didn't have his support and his encouragement of, you know, helping me through those dark days, those challenging days where, you know what, I did want to quit. Not every day was perfect. I had my, my tough moments where I'm like, fuck, man, I'm never going to get there. I'm human too. But um, having that support system and having somebody, you know, tell you that, you know, you're better than this, you're stronger than this, just keep fighting, you will get there. Um, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you, my friend. I love you, Kyle Jansen. <sighs> all right, I'm done rambling. I think that's all I have to share with you guys. So yeah, I quit my nine to five. Fuck, does it feel good? Having said that, because of that, because of all of the free amount of time that I have now, I'm so blessed, I'm so thankful. Um, no, if anybody's asking, I am not doing any tax returns. I did over 800 last year. I will not be doing a goddamn thing during March, during April. April is Kyle's birthday month, and in 2020, it's gonna be the first year that I don't hate the month of April. I'm forever thankful. So because of that, stay tuned, you guys. Way more content coming at you. Way more help in regards to fitness and health and nutrition. YouTube, podcast, blog. So make sure you follow me on YouTube. My podcast is More Than a Physique Podcast. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and make sure you follow uh, thenattyhour.com. I will be putting out weekly blogs for you guys. I love you all so much. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.